I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Tonight's meeting is divided into two parts. The first part of the meeting are, it will be the public hearings on the six appeals that have been brought before us. Pursuant to the city's charter, the way uh, appeals for requests for variances work is that if you present your uh, reasoning, reasoning could be a hardship, practical difficulty of complying with the code, you present it to this board. This board then makes a vote to recommend city council granting the variance. This board has no power to grant variances, but it does have the power to consider uh, the evidence that's being presented before us and make a recommendation. If you get four of the seven, all seven of us are here, um, yeses, that means it has been recommended to city council and they will vote a week from tomorrow right here on that um, request and the granting of the variance. That is a, another public meeting, but it's not a public hearing on the variances. Um, however, you certainly are, can attend, however, to see what happens if indeed we, uh, we grant it. As I mentioned before, we consider uh, practical difficulty and hardships. That's your case to make to us as to why the code shouldn't apply to you. Um, the code applies to all of us unless there is some rationale or some reason why it shouldn't. Um, there is no set list of what qualifies as a hardship or practical difficulty because everyone's property is somewhat unique. So that's the reason we have this opportunity to have you present your case. We've all had a chance to see the properties in one way or another. Um, so we have a general idea of the, I would call it the lay of the land. We don't know everything. So you can assume that if you want to say something, even if it's repetitive of your materials, you certainly have the ability to say that uh, you'll have that chance. What's also important is how your neighbors are going to be affected. We all bought homes with a knowledge that there's a code in the zoning that controls how property is going to be used. Um, so what a neighbor might have to say on a particular request will be considered. There'll be an opportunity for anyone in the audience to ask questions or make a comment about the variance. It does not mean if the neighbors say yes, this board says yes. It does not mean if the neighbors say no, this board says no. But it certainly is something that is uh, taken into consideration. And we certainly hope that appellants have taken the opportunity to at least tell their neighbors what they're up to and how they're going to change their, uh, their um, property. <clears throat> At the uh, close of the public hearings, we'll immediately go into our regular meeting, and that is when the vote will take place. Um, so please stick around for that in case there are follow-up questions or there's some comment that someone has or some clarification somebody needs, and you'll also know how we voted today. If you don't get four votes pursuant to the charter, the um, appeal ends here and the variance is not granted, and that's how that works. Please call the roll. Mrs. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Crusoe? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Cohen? Here. Mr. McCrodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Our first appeal is Appeal 2023-15, Mark and Mary Beth Modick, for one, a variance from Section 1185.03a, maximum fence height to f of four feet to allow six feet, and two, a variance from Section 1185.02d, to install a replacement solid board type fence instead of the permitted type of fence located at 4852 Windstream Court, permanent parcel 603-20, 
Do we have an appellant? Yes? Uh, please approach. I don't know where our podium went. <laughs> oh, we put it over there. That's, that, uh, that's probably fine. Do you have a microphone for him? I'll, I'll do it. Well, I can speak up. That's no problem. <laughs> yeah, but the people it's, on it's Facebook a, won't be able it, to hear yeah, you. It's a, it's a question for... Uh, There you go. Thank you. Please identify yourself oh, good, for the record. Good evening. I'm Mark Modick, residing at 4582 Windstream Lane with my lovely wife, Mary Beth. <clears throat> 33 years ago, we built our house. As part of the construction of the house and the property, we built a fence in the back to retain our children and our dogs, with some success with the dogs, but not with the children. <laughs> 33 years hence, the, uh, as you can imagine, our fence is long in the air and uh, needs to be replaced. Um, the back side of the, the fence that faces our back neighbors exists now as a six-foot fence, privacy fence. The other sides, as in the information, excuse me, as in the information you have, is four foot. And we simply want to replace our existing fence with uh, another six-foot fence in the back and the four-foot on the sides. Uh, you also have an affidavit from uh, the five neighbors adjacent to our property. I've spoken personally to all of them, and none of them have any difficulty uh, with that issue. Uh, just confirming, fence is going to be same location, same height like it was when it was installed 33 it's, years ago. It's going to be identical to what we currently have. Other than it won't be falling down. Well, yes. <laughs> um, any further questions? Any questions? Yes, Mr. Hasman. Uh, Mr. Modig, um, I noticed on the side there, were a, there was an area close to the back of the fence where it was six feet high and then it drops down yes. to four feet. Yes. Will that entire side be four feet now or will it be the same as it is now? Excellent question. On the west side of the side fence, there's a rather long taper. We're not going to have that. There's going to be on at either corner, the east corner and the west corner, it's going to taper from six to four feet, six to four feet over an eight foot length. Just as an aesthetic, it just looks nicer. Uh, I should also mention, uh, or do want to mention that our neighbor to the east of us has a six foot fence. Mm -hmm which go, runs continuous, contiguous with our fence. Uh, the other side is, a, is the gas line, so there's really no, there's really no one there. And, and as far as the materials are concerned, it's gonna be the same kind of cedar siding yes, or whatever it's, it's used be, right now? It's gonna be uh, northern white cedar, correct. And the code does not permit uh, a solid board fence, but rather, uh, we like the idea, I think, uh, as. Uh, the, the code provides for board on board, which is a sort of a separation between the boards. Had that been considered at all in connection no, with your replacement? No, I had considered that primarily because, once again, um, we were just trying to replace exactly what we were pleased with what we had. Um, I don't know whether I have a feeling that the cost, I would think, would be quite a bit higher because it's, it's more wood. Uh, but I don't know that. But no, I have not considered that. I see. Thank you, Mr. Mudok. 
Thank you. Should anybody else from the board have a questions? Does anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Seeing no further questions, we'll hear a motion to close. So moved. Second. Uh, moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Our next uh, public hearing is on Appeal 2023-16 is Keith uh, Grabo for violent variance from Section 1185.03, maximum fence height of four feet to allow six feet replacement fence located at 9924 Lookout Drive, permanent parcel number 604-03-040. Would you please approach? So our, our watchers on Facebook can hear. Please identify yourself and tell us about your Good evening. Variance. I'm Keith Grabo. I'm a resident of Brecksville since 1986 with my wife. Uh, at that time, we built the house that uh, this fence is on. And um, the fence is actually a little bit newer. We built it about 10 years after we were there. It's a six foot by 96 foot shadow box fence on the back of our property line. And it's, um, again, reached the end of its life. Um, it's actually not terrible on my side, but it's really bad on the neighbor's side. Uh, the previous neighbor there raked a lot of leaves and stuff back there, so it kind of took its toll on it. <coughs> I've got a, a new family back there now, less than a year with a couple of small children and that. They were courteous enough to clean the property line up. And so one of the reasons I'd like to replace it is simply um, they shouldn't have to look at that. They should have a, a much nicer backyard, especially with two small children that are going to be playing back there. Um, the fence, uh, like I said, is 26 years old, shadow box style, not the greatest quality, which probably didn't help. But I've had a few contractors come out and look at it. They've all told me it cannot be repaired. It needs to be replaced. A couple of posts have rotted out. I'll probably go with uh, Veterans Fence out of North Royalton. They have a really nice uh, white cedar fence. They've got a uh, master post system, as they call it, which actually uses uh, a steel square post right in the middle of uh, where a wooden post would be so you don't even see the post. The pickets cover it. So on the neighbor's side, it'll look, um, if you could flip to the next side, slide for me. Thank you. It'll look just like a traditional shadow box. On my side, where the post would be, it'll simply be another picket, so it'll make it easier to mow and not have to trim around the post. Uh, that's the only difference from a conventional 4 by 4 posted shadow box fence. Um, it's actually a premium to get that, but I want this thing to last this time, so uh, I'm willing to pay the extra for it. Uh, material will be white cedar. The company does offer staining. I probably will have them do it in sort of a light tan, but lower uh, right corner there you can see what the white cedar looks like in its natural treatment. Um, it's got a really great warranty, I and mean, it's good for like 75 mile an hour winds, which after this winter probably <laughs> is worth thinking about. Um, and workmanship for, I think, three years. Um, I think that's most what I had to cover. The advantages for us are that uh, five of the neighbors and myself own dogs, and we like to exercise our dogs in the backyard. It really keeps the barking down when they can't see each other. I've got a couple of grandchildren that come over to play. My neighbor has children. Another guy likes playing, practicing his golf swing in the backyard. So it's really nice to have the privacy. And all of us have uh, patios or decks, which we use quite a bit in the summer. Um, so likewise, I went around and in your packet, there should be a signed letter from each of the neighbors on the uh, periphery of me that said, yeah, they'd really prefer to have a six foot fence up uh, for the privacy reasons I just mentioned. Same question for you that I asked, which is same location, just a replacement of that, no same change exact in the location. location. Yes. 
Any other questions from members of the board? Yeah, I have a question. Yes, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Grabo, when I was looking at your property, um, I, I guess it was Sunday as opposed to Saturday, mm. uh, as I looked into your backyard, the left-hand side of the fence appeared to have uh, sort of come to an end, and then there was, there was a break, uh, like you'd be able to walk through into your uh, neighbor's yard. Right. Is is that going to be uh, blocked with your new fence, or so it, is that a sort of a passageway that uh, is going to remain? It's there? not intentional. The first company to put a fence up, you know, had pre-assembled panels, which are eight foot each. So the best they could do was put 12 of those up to cover 96 feet. Um, I know I'm supposed to be a foot off the back property line, which I am, and of course now I'm two feet off each side property line. If I'm allowed to go to the property line, I could certainly talk to the company about closing that up, but it's only there as it is, stands right now because of the size of the panels that the original company used. Thank you. Any other questions? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Seeing no further questions, we'll hear a motion to close. So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Caruso. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Our third appeal is Appeal 2023-17. Kevin DeGeronimo for Parcel A1 for 1, a variance from Section 1117.09. Lots shall be generally rectangular in shape to allow a non-rectangular lot. And 2, a variance from section 1151.21D, requirement that each lot shall abut a dedicated street for a distance not less than 60% of the lot width at the building line to allow 57%. Three, a variance from uh, section 1119.09D, requirement that public sidewalks be installed to not install public sidewalks until such time as the city deems appropriate. Parcel C, for one, a variance from the section 1151.22 minimum lot width of 200 feet to allow 152.79 feet. And two, a variance from section 1151.22 minimum lot depth of 270 feet to allow 229.18 feet. And three, a variance from section 1151.22 minimum lot area of 60,000 square feet to allow 34,378 square feet, and four, a variance from section 1183.05A1 requirement that two, enclosed parking spaces be provided to allow none, and five, a variance from section 1119.09D requirement that public sidewalks be installed to not install public sidewalks until such time as the city deems appropriate for a proposed lot split located 8524 we see road, permanent parcel 602-09-058. Good evening. Please identify yourself for the record. Good evening. Josh Decker. Uh, I'm here on behalf of Kevin DiGeronimo. Okay. Uh, I also have him on the phone. Apologize. He, he is traveling, so he's listening in here, but um, I'll be covering items for him tonight. Um, so a couple of things <clears throat> for this. We've actually been to planning commission um, on this item already um, and, and gone through our meetings there uh, we got a little lot of sequence and timing and such so I just wanted to to let the group know that we have been through that process already um, we are here to uh, establish a separate yard in order to uh, allow for the existing home 
to be utilized without that garage. Um, for those of you, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've passed by, are familiar with the topography of the land and, and the ability to, to add an additional garage and items and also to maintain the house in the manner that it is. Um, so the ultimate goal is to, to keep the historic value of that home where it is um, and not affect the other. So we did our best to balance what was required on um, variances. I can tell you three of those variances are items that really existed prior to the lot split, that being the two sidewalks for each parcel, obviously, and then the irregular lot. Those are, again, back on here because going for an additional uh, lot split brings those back into purview, but I, I did want to say those, those have been viewed previously. We did see the minute, at least the draft minutes, they may be draft for the a planning commission that came and they made their recommendations. A couple comments they made. One, the garage will be built if the house is ever sold. That right. is a, that's a contingency placed by planning commission and I guess that's a contingency that would follow this variance. But another question came from the audience then about whether there'd be an intent to rent it. And I know Mr. DiGeronimo's intent is not to be a rental property to deal with that. But um, that's that's now what's what's preventing if that cha if he changes his mind and he wants to rent it, turn it into a rental property, since we had a neighbor who con was concerned about that. Is there something that we could offer other than the statement of no, it is not a rental property, he would not rent it? Is there some form, some something of more meaning that could help everyone? Uh, I'm, I'm with looking that at Mr. Sinek and seeing if there's something the building department uh, has. Was there something at planning that anybody, there really isn't any? Because you know, because he may not own the property five years, 10, 15 years from now, and somebody else will own the property and then can do whatever they, whatever they um, choose if they choose to rent it. I know as long as he owns it, and, and I would say that's for the foreseeable future and no plans to be rid of it, he would not rent it. If there's something beyond that, we'd be open to the conversation. I just, I don't know what that, that tool would be. Um, I'm not certain either if, there's, if there is a, if there is a, is a tool, and I assume planning thought about it during their discussion we discussed it to deal with it all right any other questions from members of the board just a comment from the planning commission that as a result of our working together uh, this was the best we thought the best way to handle uh, what mr. DiGeronimo wanted plus trying to be as as compliant with the code as possible he's making a major investment to the property and uh, planning commission thought that uh, his request with to not build a garage but then to build a garage if he was going to sell it or if he was going to uh, occupy the house would would uh, would be in order and uh, so i just wanted you to be aware that planning in fact created even some of these with them in their in their discussions with uh, the architect fair enough any other questions or comments does anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal Seeing no further questions, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. McCrodden. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Our uh, fourth public hearing is Appeal 2023-18. Fire Home Improvement for Chris uh, Asty. For one, a variance from Section 1119.09B from the minimum required three-foot side yard setback to allow a driveway to be zero feet from the side property line, and two, a variance from section 
57.01 that a minimum of 27 feet driveway approach is required for a side entry garage to allow 20 feet for the construction of a garage addition in the rear of a non-conforming house located at 9420 Knightsway, Primitive Parcel 603-13-039. Good evening. Please just identify yourself for the record. Mike Migelotti, representing Friar Home Improvement. Um, and um, I think the homeowner uh, is intent. They're going to have three adult drivers, and they need to extend their garage out the back in order to have what they the three adult drivers but they're also going to have a couple of kids coming down the road that will be driving, so they want additional garage space and some storage. Not knowing when we planned the project that there was a non-conforming issue, um, kind of in our mind, it's going to just be an extension of the non-conforming issue that's there with the 20 feet away from the garage doors. So. That's true, Mr. Cynic is that the existing driveway is non-conforming. That's it's, correct. It's, not, it's in within. It's not 27 feet. Correct. We did have the lot surveyed, trying to, you know, make our, you know, present the best situation, making sure of what we we're doing there. And we're going to end up doing. We're doing a major addition on the house, and uh, we'll be doing some grading back there. So we think we can make it work, notwithstanding the issue with the non-conforming issue. I we saw the engineer, the city engineer suggested that that they that 24 would be enough, but there is still no way to get 24 feet. No. What about his suggestion that there be additional um, driveway so that you can kind of maneuver when you're getting out of that spot? Well, we would we were going to go back as far as you know they would allow as long as we can get the you know stay right up to the it's pretty much going to go right up to the property line. I think he's I think he's talking about extending the extending the driveway past Back. the past the garage. Now I don't yeah. know if that causes another issue that might. So it so that the driveway doesn't just end at the garage. Correct. There's, there's no. room for back out or Yeah, the, the existing garage door there's that's there now is an eight footer. We're gonna make it a sixteen footer, but the the addition's ten feet back, so we were gonna go all the way back to the back of the addition. So it'd be back up at least another couple feet, feet. beyond the door. which is similar to what she has now. Um, I may have other questions, but I'll open up to members of the board. Uh, Mr. Chairman? Yes. It, it's not clear from the one drawing we received why the additional four feet is required relative to the garage. It looks like the depth of the garage in that one drawing is the same as it would normally have been. So I'm not sure where the four feet comes from when you think about the engineer's letter saying that it would be best if it was uh, uh, four feet less than what you've requested. Well, I don't know where the four feet, if that's what's on the, on the drawing, because it, it was in a, we're adding 10 feet beyond the existing garage. And we were going to add another eight feet to the door. But is the depth of the garage in terms depth of- The depth of the garage was going to stay the same. So it's not clear to me why you need uh, uh, the variance for the width of the, if you will, the width of the driveway in terms of the engineer's comment about turning radius into the garage. Um, well, I was, was, was told to us that we would need a variance for that. 
But why? Why do you need that that uh, number of feet added to it? Why? It's a turning radius issue, or a well, when she, I guess when you if you'd back out of the garage and you you would need as much room as you can for your back of your car to so it doesn't impede upon the <coughs> the side yard. Um, I don't know how she uses the garage now. That's there. So. Is there, there going to be a, uh, a curb? Yes, similar to what's there. And there then now. we're going to do some landscape, landscape <coughs> block towards the back of the driveway because the grade increases by about two feet. Some tree, large trees there. And uh, we probably concrete right up to that landscape block. It looks like it, you're, the one drawing is you're turning this into a five-car garage. That's correct. Mr. Angelotti, yes. is, there, is there going to be um, an extension to the garage on the back and the front? That's correct. Just a, okay. The front, so be meet, like the, the front meets code. Yeah. And like I said, they're just trying to plan for down the road. They have three kids. Three, three adults. The family, uh, husband, wife, living with the mother. And you, the uh, drawing you gave says 21, it's pencil in 21 feet, uh, I don't know if it's nine inches or four inches, is at the edge of the current the garage? Current That's the current, it's a That's little less than correct. 22 feet. Correct. Yes, Mr. Common. What do the neighbors have to say about this? Talk to the neighbor to the south. It's got no problems. Talk to the neighbor, well, the neighbor to the north. It's not really an issue for her. I mean, I think, you know, visually it's not going to be any different than what's there now, except you're going to have an, another extension. The garage would be extended further back. But I think the neighbor to the south, uh, he's, they've lived there a couple years. And they have no objection to uh, I, I, elimination of the uh, distance between the right. I mean, because right now it's he didn't even he didn't even realize that. He I showed him the stakes. You know. Okay. Any other, Mr. Mr. Chairman? I have a question for Mr. Senek. Has the uh, building department taken a view on the? Uh, City engineer's letter regarding the width of the driveway? We have not. Would you address that during the permitting process? I'm not sure I understand the question. I mean, the, the issue is the, the width, or the, how close it is to the property line, and that's what this board is ruling on. If they approve it, we would approve it. Does that answer the question? All right, thanks. Well, uh, I'll reformulate. Okay. Uh, has the building department uh, approved the uh, plans for this uh, uh, renovation, and uh, have all the permits been issued uh, that are necessary by the building department? We've issued a phased approval for the addition on the back of the house for the living space. We have not approved the garage addition yet. Thank you. 
And it looks like you're adding some uh, paving for that new front of the house garage for the turn-in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which you don't you don't have an issue there because you're probably close to 20, 24 feet. Well, you have a 27 feet issue. All right. Any further questions from members of the board? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hmm. Seeing no further questions. We may have further questions when we vote. Um, seeing no further questions, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Um, our fifth appeal is appeal 2023-19. Tom Castro, for one, a variance from section 1151.25D1, maximum of 666 square feet to allow 1,260 square feet, and two, a variance from section 1181.11B, 15-foot maximum building height to allow 18 feet height for the construction of a detached garage located at 6866 Farview Road, permanent parcel 601-07-019. Good evening. Please just identify yourselves for the record and tell us about your request. Uh, Scott Wallenhurst, I'm here uh, assisting Tom Castro in his addition. Tom Castro, homeowner. So uh, we're here before the board tonight to just uh, seek two different variances for the addition of a detached garage structure on the back of his property. Uh, the structure is uh, going to be about 12, uh, 1,260 square feet. Uh, as opposed to the uh, allotted size for the structure. And we are also seeking a height variance from the 15 feet to the center line up to 18 feet to the center line. Um, as you'll see in the drawings that we had attached, uh, we've provided an additional uh, five foot setback on the, from the property line that's what, then what is required. We're providing a new uh, asphalt driveway down to the structure. And the structure, uh, the main portion of the structure is 30 by 30 and then with an additional 30 foot by 12 foot side little bay area there that would be for uh, storage tools and such. And then the, uh, so the property right now from the front setback line is 380 feet and about 666 from the rear of the property line. And the property does drop down. So visibility from the street is pretty limited and they're screening from the neighboring property with uh, some pretty heavily wooded or some wooded trees in that portion of the property as well. What's the upper level? I assume it's going to have a loft or an upper area. Yeah, there will be an off, uh, upper area for storage. Just storage, not for heating or cooling or no. water or anything up there. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a storage area. Yeah. I think your appeal, this is to... Uh, sort of replace a, I'd say a barn or whatever, something else that was back there. Yeah, there's a, an existing structure that's in place right now that's dilapidated and falling down. Okay, further questions from members of the board? The uh, the height is going to be 18 feet to the center. Uh, how how tall will the ultimate structure be to the ridge line? Do you know? 24 foot four to the top center to the top of the ridge line. And how does that compare to the existing house? 
Is it going to be as tall as the house? Even oh, it's, though it's, it's, it sits down yeah. past the existing house. So when from the house, from the street, um, the house is uh, a single level with kind of a second story over on the left-hand side. And then when you go around down to the back because of the property dropping, you can actually walk out from the lower living space. And basically back there, it's almost two stories in some locations and three in another, kind of where the upper bedrooms are. Mm -hmm. And could you uh, reiterate for me, please, what the hardship is, why you need to have a, a building that's that large back there? Yeah, I'm looking to put a vehicle back there and then also my lawn equipment, so like a tractor and some of my landscaping equipment. And 660 square feet of typical size wouldn't be sufficient? I got a lot of equipment, I guess. <laughs> okay. What does a neighbor think to you to the, uh, to the east? I spoke to both the neighbors, and they seem agreeable, but they are also here today present. Okay. Well, good. Thank we'll, you. We'll Mr. hear from them. And it is just to... Uh, um, just for the purposes of, of the audience, Mr. Sinek, nothing prevents multiple garages. That's correct. And they could put two 600, this is for everyone, they could put two 660 square foot garages if you have the right property, the right part of your property. I know that's not your general, what you want to do, but um, that is uh, something that could happen. Um, other questions from members of the board? Now is a chance for neighbors. Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? I see shaking no, so that means yeah. we don't have anybody who wants to. Last chance. Hearing no further questions, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you both. Thank you. Our uh, final appeal is Appeal 2023 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, Rich Siminski for variance from section 1151.25D2C, maximum 240 square feet to allow 400 square feet for a pool house located at 6508 Summer Wind Drive, permanent parcel 604-11-018. And again, please identify yourself for the record. Good evening, uh, Rich Siminski, live at 6508. I'm here with my wife and our five-week-old daughter. <laughs> and then uh, my father-in-law, who's also our contractor, uh, Nick Mahala from Solo Home Improvement. Um, and we stand before you today, we're asking for, we know that the um, maximum square footage for a structure in Brexville is 240 square feet. Uh, we're, looking, we're asking for 400 of, uh, square feet so that we can store our pool equipment inside of the pool house shed um, as opposed to keeping it outside and having it be an eyesore for the neighbors. Um, I did go ahead and speak with uh, the 10 or 12 neighbors around us. Um, do you have signatures if you guys would like a copy of it? Thank you, we appreciate that. And this will be part of the record. And every neighbor is excited and seems to be on board for this uh, project that we're we're looking to do. And we're seeing that your your homeowners association, as far as the aesthetics are concerned, have uh, signed off on it. You've gone to there Correct. first. Correct. Yeah, homeowners association um, has already approved it. Have signed off on it. Um, as long as the aesthetics are the same as the homes that are built, we're good to go. They have no issue. Um, any further questions from members of the board? 
Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing no further questions, is there a motion to close? So moved. So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. McCrodden. Uh, all those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you. you for your time. Um, please call the roll for the regular meeting. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Crusoe? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McCrodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. We've received the uh, minutes of our last um, meeting, the uh, swan song for Gina, uh, who sent them to us. Are there any comments, questions, additions, corrections? Do I hear a motion to approve the minutes as submitted? So moved. Second. Moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Do I hear a motion for appeal 2023-15? Mr. Chairman? Yes. I move that the Board of Zoning Appeals recommend to City Council approval of appeal 2023-15. Mark and Mary Beth Modick for number one, a variance from section 118503A, maximum fence height of four feet to allow six foot and second, second variance a variance from section 118502D to install a replacement solid board type fence instead of the permitted types of fence located at 4582 Windstream Court, permanent parcel 603-20-068. Second. It's been moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. Are there any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Mr. McCrodden. Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Crusoe? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Forgive me. Oh, Mr. Rose. Sorry. Yes. Who? <laughs> <laughs> we, and for uh, all the other appellants, um, this, that vote means that we have recommended it to City Council. Uh, they will vote a week from tomorrow. If you can't be here, call the building department. Um, on Wednesday, a week from Wednesday, and they will tell you whether the variance has been granted. Uh, and if it has been granted, you can move forward. If you do not move forward with your project in six months, the variance will lapse, and you're back here again. And uh, <coughs> you don't want to do that, and I don't think I've ever seen it happen in my tenure here, so um, keep that in mind. Do I hear a motion on appeal 2023-16? Mr. Chairman, <clears throat> I move that this Board of Zoning Appeals Vote on and if approved, pass along to City Council for their consideration. Appeal two appeal two thousand twenty-three sixteen, Keith Grable for a variance from section eleven eighty-five point oh three A, maximum fence height of four feet to allow a six foot replacement fence located at ninety-nine twenty-four lookout drive, permanent parcel six oh four dash zero three dash zero four zero. Second. It's been moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. Any further questions or comments? Please call the vote. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Crusoe? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Cullen? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. And Mr. Rose? <coughs> yes. We hear a motion on appeal 2023-17. Mr. Chairman, I recommend the Board of Zoning Appeals to vote on and pass along the City Council. Appeal 2023-17, Kevin D. Geralmo for parcel A1. For one, a variance from section 1117.09 lots shall be rectangular in shape, 
to allow for a non-rectangular lot, <clears throat> and two, a variance from section 1151.21D, requirement that each lot shall not be, shall abut a dedicated street for a distance not less than 60% of the lot width at the building line to allow 57%. Three, a variance from section 1119.09D, requirement that public sidewalks be installed to not install public sidewalks until such time as the city deems appropriate. Parcel C for one of variance from section 1151.22, minimum lot width of 200 feet to allow 152.79 feet, and two of variance from section 1151.22, minimum lot depth of 270 feet to allow 229.18 feet, and three of variance from section 1151.22, Minimum lot area of 60,000 square feet to allow 34,378 square feet. And four, a variance from section 1183.05A1, requirement that two enclosed parking spaces be provided to allow none. And five, a variance from section 1119.09D, requirement that public sidewalks be installed. Do not install public sidewalks until such time as the city deems appropriate for a proposed lot split located at 8524 Weesey Road, permanent parcel 602-09-058. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded by Mr. Collin. Any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Mr. Crusoe. Yes. Mayor Ruby. Yes. Mr. Collin. Yes. Mr. McCrodden. Yes. Ms. Gagliano. Yes. Mr. Hasman. Yes. And Mr. Rose. Yes. To hear a motion on appeal 2023-18. Mr. Chairman, before we entertain a proposal on this next appeal, um, I'm very uncomfortable with overriding the city engineer's points in the letter he sent on March 23rd. I just don't think it would be, for me anyway, appropriate to do that in this forum. I think he's a knowledgeable engineer, and I think there ought to be some discussion between the engineer, city engineer, the homeowner, and the homeowner's architect before we move forward with the variance in hopes that there could be some resolution of the differences between the architect and the city engineer but i'm just speaking for me my, my understanding and the appellant can certainly do that is that um there is no reconciliation for that the 24 feet don't exist um the way they, to do this plan am i correct i see his head shaking Yes, you know, there, there just isn't a way to reconcile. I know his opinion is it's too narrow, too small of a area to make a turn. That's his, uh, that's his concern, and it's something we all received. Good comment, though. Are we going to vote on, Mr. Chairman, if I may? Yes. Are we going to vote on them together as we have the others, or um, perhaps um, there are two different variances, correct? Or is that, yep, there are two. They are. I, I don't think it can be separated because if you, you, you need the zero to get to the 20. Gotcha. I mean, this basically is. Oh, yeah, you do. You do. Make it right. Otherwise, be, mm -hmm. uh, they wouldn't do that. They're all good questions. Any further comments? Sorry, Mr. Questions? Chairman, just again speaking on, on my own behalf. It seems to me that the question the engineer and the architect would have to cover is should the project be changed and in what fashion to meet the engineer's test of the turning radius? Well, if this variance is not granted, they're going to have to change the project. Fair point. All good comments. Anybody else have any comments or questions for the, this appeal? 
Please call the vote. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, right. there needs Mr. to be Collin. a motion first. Thank you, Mr. Cullen, <laughs> our parliamentarian. <laughs> Do I hear a motion? We still need a motion. Okay, I'll read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. I recommend that the Board of Zoning Appeals recommend to City Council <clears throat> Appeal 2023-18, Friar Home Improvement for Chris Asty, for number one, a variance from section 1119.09b from the minimum required three foot side yard setback to allow a driveway to be at zero feet from the side property line. And secondly, a variance from section 1197.01 that a minimum of 27 feet driveway approach is required for a side entry garage to allow 20 feet for the construction of a garage addition in the rear of a non-conforming house located at 9420 Knights Way, permanent parcel 603-13-039. Second. Moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded by Ms. Agliano. Now for the questions or comments, Mr. McCrodden jumped the gun with his gun. <laughs> Please call the vote. Mr. McCrodden. No. Mayor Ruby. Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Crusoe? Yes. Mr. Collin? No. Mr. Rose? Yes. I think that's uh, yeah. five to two uh, uh, to deal with that. Keeping in mind the engineers is a concern that whoever is going to be in that house is going to have to deal with a real tight turn for that last garage space um, to deal with it. But we recognize the issues that the uh, they had keeping also keeping in mind this is just this vote the city council will vote on it a week from uh, um, tomorrow here and determine whether to grant the variance to hear a motion on appeal 2023-19 mr chairman i uh, move that we vote on and if approved recommend to council appeal 2023-19 tom castro for one a variance from section 1151.25d1 maximum 660 square feet to allow 1,260 square feet, and two, a variance from section 1181.11b, 15 feet maximum building height to allow 18 feet height for the construction of a detached garage located at 6866 Farview Road, parcel number 601-07-019. Second. Moved by Mr. Crusoe, seconded by Mr. Collin. Any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Ms. Gagliano. Yes. Mr. Crusoe. Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And do I hear a motion on our final appeal? Mr. Mr. Chairman, I move that the board approve and pass on to council for consideration appeal number 2023-20 for a variance from section 1151.25D2C, maximum 240 square feet to allow 400 square feet for a pool house located at 6508 Summer Wind Drive, permanent parcel 604-11018. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. Any further comments or questions? Let's call the vote. Mr. McCrone? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Crusoe? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Report from Council. 
Uh, no report this evening. Thank you. Mr. Mayor, do you have no, anything to no report? report? Anything for Thank good you. anything for good and welfare? We're here motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Thank you all. Appreciate your time and your um